what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Kojak, and we back for another follow-up podcast. Um, first thing I want to say real quick is make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow-up content network. Um, Kojak's Corner is starting to buzz around the city. We definitely going to be traveling with that as well. It's not just going to stay in Peoria, so if y'all out of town want to get on it, just hit me up, and uh, we're going to have to make some financial decisions, but we definitely will make it happen. And uh, on today's episode, we got Rocky Liddell here. Uh, this guy right here, somebody I've known for years before music, you know what I'm saying? So it's definitely bigger than that. But he's been uh, he's been coming out with some music. He's been on the music scene for a little while now. Um, and I've definitely enjoyed everything he's put out. So what uh, better way to talk to him, you know what I'm saying, than on this podcast. So, uh, first things first, man, uh, I appreciate you coming through. Appreciate it, bro. Definitely means a lot. So, can you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, I'll go by Rocky Liddell. Uh, I'm from Peoria. Went to high school at Central. Um, only been rapping since June, you know, but uh, other than that, man, I'm an open book to an extent. Follow me on social media, man. Twitter, Rocky Liddell, Instagram, Rocky Liddell, Facebook, Rocky Todd. Other than that, man, just catch me on the socials here and there, but other than that, man, I'm an open book. All right, and uh, you said you just started rapping in June, so how did you uh, get into rapping? <clears throat> uh, Honestly, it's kind of weird because like, uh, I had went to a studio session with Malik, and uh, I was at his session, and like it was just weird how they they process of coming up with music was like quick as hell, but I was thinking in my head the whole time there like damn they coming up with this shit in like fifteen twenty minutes you know what I'm yeah. saying but I'm thinking like I mean if, what if somebody really came in here and actually put some real effort in that shit you know what I'm saying yeah. and really made some music so after that little studio session was like the end of May and I came back home and. I had wrote a, a a freestyle to Kodak like that beat. Okay. And I didn't really have no intent of even putting out the freestyle. I just wrote it just to see, like, man, I should try it. You know what I'm saying? See if I can do a little bit. So I ended up writing a freestyle to it. And I hit up Malik, like, hey, bro, like, I got a little freestyle. I just wrote the Kodak. Like, man, you want to hop on here? Like, yeah, I can hop on that, man. Like, let's do it or whatever. So two weeks later, we had went back up there to uh, Bloomington and got in the studio and we did the freestyle and it was there like I, ever since then I just been in my notepad okay so uh when did you have the confidence to to even drop the freestyle you know some people record some shit think it's gonna yeah. get laughed at yeah so when did you know like I'm gonna put this out and you see what everybody <laughs> think it's weird because the whole time I was in the studio behind the microphone in my head I'm thinking like bro what the fuck is you doing like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like yeah. like because I mean even though we in Peoria in a small scene when I get behind the microphone even to this day I always get back with that intent that everybody's gonna hear it, you know what yeah. I'm saying not just Peoria you know what I'm saying so the whole time behind the microphone I was really just thinking to myself, like, bro, what is you doing? Like, you really want to do this? But I just got in there and laid it down. But it's funny because after we left the studio, I really didn't like the way I sounded on the track or whatever. But the few people that I did let hear it, they liked the way I sounded. But I really didn't have no choice as far as, like, when it was releasing because 
Malik liked the song. So it's like he was gonna drop it on SoundCloud oh, anyway. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I really couldn't tell him like, hey bro, that's not a good look. I don't wanna drop that. Like I don't want that to be my introduction. He like, bro, we uploading this, bro. Already got the cover art, ooh, ooh all this yeah. other shit. So I'm like, I was pretty much a rapper then, I guess. <laughs> so it was all the way from there. Like it really wasn't about confidence. It was just more or less he wanted to drop it, so shit. That's what it was, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So who was um who are some of your music influences? Um, as far as your style, um, me personally, when I heard your tape, I heard a lot of fab, um, a lot of fab, yeah. and that's a good ass, yeah. you know what I'm saying, comparison, that right. was mine, but who was some of your influences? Yeah, that's uh, that's not the first time I actually heard that. I heard that about four times, like that's good. initially when I first came out with the little Comfortable song. Someone was like, bro, you real laid back and nonchalant the way you rap. They're like, that remind me of Fab. Like, I heard that about four times. But it's funny, though, because, like, I listen to Fab, you know, every time he drops something. But he really wasn't an influence to me. Like, yeah. Kevin Gates, really, like, that's my favorite artist just because I like how well-rounded he is. You know what okay. I'm saying? He could sing. He got good songwriting, you know. Uh, besides Kevin Gates, Starlito and Dave East, as far as, like, wordplay and stuff like that, I always try to, like... Throw in a little wordplay here and there yeah. in the midst of being an artist on the track. You know what I'm saying? But far as like Kevin Gates as an all-around artist, Childish Gambino as an all-around artist, and far as like just pure lyrics and rapping, Starlito and Dave East, like they influenced me from the jump. Okay. So uh, can you describe your uh, creative process? Uh, Really like I, what I do, I just, I get on... uh. YouTube. I know, like, a lot of people had told me prior to it, like, you should, like, write lyrics prior to hearing a beat. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to tell you, I got to get on YouTube or whatever and hear a beat. And I just got to feel something when I first hear it. Yeah. And then I initially just to get the writing two, three lines or just come up with different cadences or rhyme schemes and stuff like that. So it don't really take long for me to actually write a beat. More or less, what I try to do far as like writing a song, I just try to catch different uh I mean uh different flows. I don't really too much worry about my lyrics because I feel like that's what I bring to the table anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So really when I hear a beat, I just figure out how many different times I could change my flow throughout the beat. If I could throw some harmony in it here and there, you know what I'm saying? Or like I'm not really big on ad libs, but if the beat really bring that yeah. I really work on my ad-libs, but as far as like lyrics and stuff, I really feel like that's what I came in doing anyway, so that's really not hard for me. I just figure how I can change up my flow different times out the beat and harmony. Other than that, it really all come together in a matter of 30 minutes to an hour, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And you mentioned words like cadence and rhyme scheme, yeah. flow, harmony. Yeah. Those ain't words somebody who ain't even been rapping a full year yeah. use, you know what I'm saying? Right. So where did where did that like... Come from because you're ahead of the curve, you know what I'm yeah. saying? This is your first project. We're gonna yeah. talk about it in a minute. I already heard it. Right. But you already ahead of the curve from somebody yeah. who's been rapping since you, you know, know nine months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So where did that come from? Was you always uh paying attention to the music game? Yeah. You just didn't want to rap yet? <laughs> yeah, like really, really ever since like growing up, always like confidence was always a hard thing for me to grasp. You know what I'm saying? Like growing up, I was the chubby kid. You know what I'm saying? Shy. But I always knew, like, bro, you got something. You know what I'm saying? It was just a matter of me coming out and showing people what I can do. 
But like I always listen to music from afar. Like even the rap scene here in Peoria, like I listen to everything from afar. But as that time as listening to everybody from afar, I was just really grasping what they didn't do and try to put into my own music. But I really get that to like the people that I actually listen to that's in the industry. Like I learn a lot from the music I listen to. Like I don't just listen to it for the lyrics. Like I listen to it as like what they put into it, you know what I'm saying? As far as like creative shit like that. But like like I said though, like as far as like the cadence and the flows and stuff like that, that's what I listen to in songs, you know. How did he get how did he come from this point to this point? Or how did he come from the beginning of the song to the end? He tied everything into it yeah. and make it an actual story. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I don't listen to rappers that don't really put too much substance in the music. Cause I know when I go to write my music, I want to put in substance. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I listen to stuff that I can take out and put it into my own music. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I don't really give everybody a listen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Only give certain people a listen that I can actually learn something from. That's just like my everyday life. Like I'm not just around people. That I don't learn nothing from, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to learn something from everybody, you know what I'm saying? So that's my same approach with music. All right. So uh, what was the um, most difficult thing you learned making this project? Uh, really, I would, I would more or less say it's uh, really just getting studio time, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I learned a lot of people around here, they don't really... Take it serious, you know what I'm saying? Like, far as, like, different engineers, uh, producers, you know what I'm saying? I even had certain people that I wanted to put on the tape. I never got features back, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That was really more the... They missed out. Yeah, that was more or less the, the hard part of the tape, actually, was just getting everybody to come together and work together. But, yeah. like, far as, like, getting in touch with engineers, studio time... And like different features that I did want to put on there, people didn't get back to me. That was really more or less the hard thing about it. And I learned stuff about like the leases on beats and stuff like that. I learned a lot about the financial situation of the music and you know what I'm saying, the the language and contracts and stuff like that. I learned that through the project, but more or less just getting people to come together and work on something. That was really the hardest part about the project. Okay. And um the name of the project, quite frankly. By the way, yeah. Um, no, I heard that. I'm thinking Stephen A. Yeah. I'm thinking AI. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kobe you on the you show. with me? You with me? I, that's that's what I thought yeah. when I heard that. So how did you uh come up with that title? <clears throat> it was um. That's funny that you brought it up because Stephen A. did have a show called Quite Frankly, yep. and you even know back we used to talk sports all day long. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted the whole tape. Not to be like, you know, a lot of people be trying to put in hidden subliminals and stuff like that, but for a lot of people who don't know, they probably know, like, I used to hoop, you know what I'm saying? And, like, throughout my whole project, I really didn't touch base on hooping, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, the quite frankly thing was me, when I did go to college, I studied uh, mass communications to be a sports analyst, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I always said I wanted to be in touch with the game somehow, and, like, growing up, I used to get compared, like, that's little Stephen A, because I always had an opinion about hooping. Mm -hmm. So I really took the title from, you know what I'm saying, yeah, Stephen show. A yeah. as one of the role models. And then another coding was it for, like, quite frankly, is another word, I mean, another saying for it, just to be honest, you know what I'm saying? Like, the whole tape, I'm being transparent, you know what I'm saying? Just letting people in on how I feel about certain shit or not feeling bad about opening up that, 
I got heartbroken before or mm. homies ain't we not cool like we used to be. Like I didn't mind opening up and being transparent with people. So quite frankly was to just say, to be honest, like this whole tape is about being honest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's really what the, the title came from. I definitely uh, agree with the studio yeah. name. I, yeah. got, I got that shit too. <laughs> sure, man. All the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what was, uh, what was your mindset as far as going in the project? And what I mean by that is like, did you have a title and said, I'm about to make music for this project? Or was you just recording and then found you found yourself in a project on the way? Uh, Really, honestly, man, I was really just recording songs initially. Like, and what's crazy, like from, like I said, the first freestyle I did with Malik, I knew that wouldn't make the cut because I knew initially if I did wanted to come out and bring out a project, I wanted all my music to be original. Like, no freestyles, nobody else beats. Yeah. Like, I wanted hooks and two verses. Like, I wanted complete songs, you know? So, as I would continue going to the studio, every time I went to the studio, that's what I was coming up with. I was coming up with hooks and verses. And one of my homies, Chance, he had told me, like, bro, you really got, like, six to eight songs right now that you can actually throw on a track, I mean, throw on a CD. And I'm, I got to thinking, like, damn, I really do. You know what I'm saying? So at the time was going on, I'm like, man, I might as well just work on it. So really, I came up with the name, quite frankly, after all of the music was done. But initially, I really wasn't working on the tape. I just knew I had... Uh, objective every time I went to the studio, make complete songs. And it just so happened, all the songs came together the way it did. Okay. And uh, who are some of the uh, the features on the project that um, actually came through that uh, didn't miss the opportunity? Yeah. Uh, initially, what I wanted to do, taking after Kevin Gates, his last album, Isla, I wanted my whole project to be no features. Bryson Taylor. Yeah. You know, I wanted yeah. to just show people that I can you know, be an artist. Like, I don't like being considered as a rapper. You know what I'm saying? But, like, initially, it was supposed to be no features, but as I got to working with Corey Cartier, like, he was a big influence. He had a big influence on the project. Like, me and him, we got a mixtape coming up, but, like, we had made, like, six to eight songs, and one of the songs just stuck with me, and I had let somebody else hear. They like, y'all got y'all one right there. So I'm like... I should just go ahead and throw this on the tape, you know what I'm saying? Plug him in too, you know what I'm saying? Get him a look. So that's number two on the uh the track. I mean on the CD. And then uh me and Gizzy got a song together and I seen that that picked up some traction on YouTube. So I'm like, shit, I can get bruh a look too, you know what I'm saying? Cause we on the same team, honestly. So I'm like, I can get him a look. And then later on in the CD, I got a song called On the Low, produced by Polo Boy. And I had uh, put uh, my homie Ocho on the end. He just harmonizing on there. Even if it's just small bits and pieces like that, I'm willing to put featuring such yeah, and such. Yeah, that's what the game do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He was just harmonizing for a quick 12 seconds. You know what I'm saying? But I still put featuring Ocho, you know what I'm saying? Because I know coming up, like, a big goal of mine was always to see my name on iTunes for some reason. Even if it was just on some feature shit, you know what I'm saying? So... I know that's probably a big goal of theirs, too. Like, damn, my name on iTunes, you know what I'm saying? So that's a couple looks I wanted to get to my homies. But, like, far as, like, the, the project that's going to be uploaded on my mixtapes, being that it's not an original song, I put my man's Chance on there. We got a song off the uh, Married to the Game beat. Okay. So I threw him on there, too, just to give everybody around me that really helped me with this project. I gave everybody a look, you know what I'm saying? But 
features really wasn't a big thing coming out. I just wanted to show people I can do a lot of stuff, but it just ended up coming together that way. All right. And uh, I'm just going to give my opinion on the tape All right. as a whole. Me personally, I didn't dislike not one song. Appreciate it, man. Uh, I liked every single track on here. I definitely got the fab laid laid back. I got actually I got that um when Davies do songs for the ladies, that vibe, bro, where it's like he it's not it's effortless. He's not trying too hard, you know what I'm saying? He's <laughs> yeah. showing the other side right, of the right. street talk, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's what I got from it. Yeah. And um I'm gonna have an actual like opinion video of so I ain't getting too much in the detail, but yeah, yeah. um with top ten list time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm no, I don't. I don't ever say who's gonna make it. Make but it, yeah. I got it's looking you. good right now. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. looking good for you to make the top ten. Appreciate it. I'm man. gonna play it for the whole staff. Um, we actually gonna link up soon. I'm gonna play it for everybody. We are gonna all sit down and Bet. listen to it together. But so it's gonna be like like a first reaction type video. Yeah. And I mean, Vontae the tough one to get through. Yeah. You gotta get Vontae. Right. He always the crazy one, but I mean, if he rock with the shit, then. It's a go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I definitely think um everyone in Peoria should should take some time out to listen to it. Appreciate it, bro. It's well thought out. The quality's good. It's not I don't that's one thing about Peoria I hate is like when someone drops something today, tomorrow we don't talk about talk it. Talk about it. I feel this should be talked about for a Appreciate while, you know it. what I'm saying? That was definitely a go initially, you know. Like one thing I I like timeless music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And plus I'm not really like, even my daily life, I don't follow trends, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if you follow trends, you basically in when it's in, you out when it's gone, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, that's my approach with music. Like, I want to make music where, like, you can play that a little longer. Plus, if you're talking about feelings, it's like, much as I am throughout the, you know what I'm saying? Feelings don't go old, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Feelings going to always be a part of daily life, you know what I'm saying? So, that's really my whole approach with And the it's tape. not corny. Yeah, you appreciate don't, you don't it. You make it sound cool. Like yeah. Sometimes you hear Drake and say, all right, come I'm on. I'm tired of this man. shit, bro. Like, yeah. Man, dude. But you don't make it feel corny. You just make it feel original, you know what I'm saying? And for dudes, you know what I'm saying? That's mm. yeah. something we don't touch, touch on. Touch on, here, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, true. Uh, Gizzy Jones does it. Yeah. Uh, you do it. Uh, yeah. Tapper does it sometimes throughout his music. We don't touch on the other side of, all right, it's cool to be tough and you yeah. know, you're a gang member, you drug lord, you're it's a killer. True. But sometimes you got to talk about everything else that goes on your right. day. And I feel like if people take the time out and support you, as far as like buying the music or even just giving you a listen, you know what I'm saying? You should open up to them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm obligated, you know what I'm saying? Being that I'm now that I chose to rap, I'm kind of in the public eye right now. So yeah. I feel like I'm obligated to let people in on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then for somebody. Who doesn't know you? Yeah. They feel like they're getting to know you. You know, what it's I'm saying? true. That's that's one of my biggest keys in music. It's like, yeah. uh, even though I already know you, you know, what I'm yeah. saying it's certain things, songs. I'm like, damn, I ain't know that. You know right. what I'm saying? That's it's what true. I feel because, like, when you hear a certain artist in Peoria um, that you don't know, and they drop their debut mixtape, mm -hmm. as they call it, yeah. If you don't feel no type of connection, it's like, what did I learn from it's it? True. It's just a whole bunch of songs yeah. thrown together. You know it's what true. I'm saying? And that, that was my thing. I didn't want to be shallow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I hear a lot of shallow music around here. Like, you don't really tap in and get to know nobody. I mean, it's always, I did this, I did that. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. don't go in depth. I didn't want to be on the surface. You know what I'm saying? I, if anybody really know me, like I said initially, like, I'm an open book. 
You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I should be the same way in my music. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You should be able to learn something about me. This ain't, and this ain't a Peoria mixtape. Yeah, appreciate this ain't it, just bro. Some, some shit that's going to stay here. Appreciate you know it, saying? man. I do want to hear you with DC Young Fly. Okay. I don't know if you know he's singing rap. No, I no, I didn't know that. I'm going to play some of the shit when we done, bro. Okay. He, op- he opened up for Chris Brown's tour. Yeah. He's on tour with him right now. That's wild. I want to hear you and DC Young Fly bet. on the song. <laughs> Cause I think that'll be cold. Cause he okay. he do the singing shit too. Mm-hmm. But um, I, d- I definitely I really do like the tape. Appreciate a lot, it, bro. Man. Top ten time. Yeah, that mean a lot, bro. You gonna be talked about a lot. I mean, we it's gonna be 120 people. Yeah. You ain't gotta worry about a lot of. Man, <laughs> you know it's crazy, saying? man. Cause when I came in this, I didn't really have no expectations, bro. Like, yeah, that's I, the best way to go. Yeah, though. like I really and that that's funny because everything I go into I always want to see. The reward in the end, like I want to know, like okay, if I do this, what I get, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I really didn't come in and rap with that, you know what I'm saying? And that's one thing I was talking to my uncle about. He like, man, you gotta appreciate everything you get from rap, cause you came in this with nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I didn't expect to start rapping, bro. It was just one late night, and I shot up to Bloomington yeah. <laughs> and got behind the microphone, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. one fan or one listen, bro, I'm forever grateful just for one person to be like, bro, I like your music. That mean the most to me, bro. Yeah. And you got you got a little following now yeah. though. You know your following's growing, and then now yeah. with a full body of work, yeah, that's going right. Uh, continue to grow. Do you got any um uh certain songs you you feel like you got a vision for another video? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. Uh, the song uh tonight that's on the on the uh, tape uh it's a slower joint for the females. Uh, I got a model in the works. She' supposed to be coming in, and we gonna shoot a video to that. Uh, I've been mapping that out for a long time. That's another thing, like the visuals around here. I try to put a spin on them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You hear see a lot of visuals, just the homies in the video. Video, you know what I'm saying? Or a lot of their music don't really entail a story anyway. So you know what I'm saying? I can see, shot. yeah, I can see why they video just a performance video. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like the music that I got, it requires. A story or the video, you know what I'm saying? So, I got the Tonight song. I'm going to be shooting a video to that and another song on there called Wherever Whenever. It's another uh, song for the females or whatever. Just basically giving thanks to the women that I have there with that been there for me, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, them two songs that I'm most definitely shooting videos to and the intro to the tape around, I just want to show how I'm, I'm usually always by myself, you know what I'm saying? Wasn't yeah. nobody around when I needed them, stuff like that, but... Three tracks on the tape right now that I'm actually working on videos right now. All right. Speaking of around, perfect segue. Yeah. You know, talk about making that song, everything that went in to that, because that's like a perfect intro. intro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, uh, when I started writing a song, it wasn't supposed to be an intro. Like I said, uh, I didn't make none of these songs with the intent of throwing them on the tape, you yeah. know what I'm saying, or sequence. It just happened to come together that way. But like when I wrote the song, I initially wanted to put two verses and two hooks on there. But it just sounded like, and really it's crazy because when I made the song, I was supposed to go back to the studio and get the beat re-looped because the beat wasn't long enough, oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Yeah. The beat was only two minutes long, so I only did what I could do on the beat initially. And like um, after that, after I got to listening to it over and over, I'm like, okay, I kind of like this shit, but I'm like, I kind of don't want to add nothing to yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think it's kind of cool how it is, but my uncle was in my ear like, man, you need to add another verse to it. I'm like, I don't know, unc. Like, I really think it got an intro feel to it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, 
here go the first chapter of the book, like opening up this me right here. You know what I'm saying? And I like the way I came off on it. Like I'm a king in my own right. Like yeah. basically just saying like this me right here and we gonna go from here. Like so basically the song initially wasn't supposed to be an intro. I was supposed to go back to the studio, get the beat reloop, and add a whole nother verse. But over time I just said, forget it, it's an intro. I just like the way it went with the rest of the songs on the tape. Yeah. So um the song that like kinda got the notoriety going was uh Tomorrow. Yeah. With you and Gizzy Jones. Yeah. So um can you uh talk about how uh that relationship formed and um the chemistry you guys have on, on camera? Yeah, um I've been knowing Gizzy since about sixth, seventh grade. I used to go by their house over there off uh I wanna say Nebraska. They used to live on Ashley Court. And I used to just go over there and hoop, but Gizzy been rapping for a little minute now, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I used to see that from afar. Like, Gizzy decent, bro. Like, I always felt like he was the best one out they little group that they had back then. Yeah. So when time started coming around, I just wanted to be around Gizzy as in, like, bro, I'll help you with whatever you need as far as rapping. And, you know what I'm saying? You need beats. I'll help buy beats. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see you do you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But as time was going, he started telling me, like, bro, you should try rapping, bro. And I don't know where he got that idea from, because I never even showed Gizzy, like, bro, I be on that rapping shit. But he used to just respect my music opinion. Like, I used to put him up on new artists to check out or tell him, like, bro, go listen to him, bro. You remind me of him. Or try to put some of that in your music, bro. Woo-woo. And he started respecting my music opinion. So after a while, he was like, bro, you should try rapping. So once he found out I was rapping, it really just came all together. So... We was at the studio one day, and uh, he had a song that he came over there with, and he was like, uh, you can hop on it if you want, bro. So I'm like, man, this your song. Keep it a solo, because he ain't came out in a while. I'm like, man, this yeah. should be your reintroduction, bro. Just keep it as a solo. He like, no, nah, bro, I want you on there. Like, get on there and talk that shit, bro. So we was in the studio together. I swear, like, no lie, we wrote that shit in like 30 minutes, bro. Damn. Like 30 minutes time. And it's just funny how... The city, like, really liked the song, though. It was real weird to me, bro. Like, I really appreciate him for putting me on that shit. Because, like, the way he promote music and go about his product, bro, like, I really commend him for that, bro. Because a lot of niggas not confident in what they do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm one of them. Like, I'm really, like, hesitant about promoting my own shit because I just don't really had the confidence as, you know what I'm saying, as I was when I was young, but he really helped me with the confidence thing. Like, bro, push your shit, bro. Like, people gonna like your music. So I really commend him, bro. He promoted that to the max, bro. And that's the reason why I did numbers the way it did, because bro really promoted it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I appreciate him for putting that on there with For real. I, I, I like the song a lot. Appreciate it. You know, and, and the video good, too. Yeah. So Corey Carter, yeah, for yeah. that as well. So what's your um what's your favorite song on on a uh, mixtape and uh, your least favorite song? Ooh. uh, really my favorite song is Chances. Uh, it's the it's the ninth song on the track. I mean on the CD, and really the song that song was initially supposed to be the outro. Like I was gonna stop at nine tracks, but the reason why I like the song because that whole song. Just from the beat period, like, them ain't even my type beats. You know what I'm saying? But just for me to even get on there and be confident enough to be like, I'm going to try it out. And then the way I got on there, like, initially, I wrote the hook for somebody else to sing for me. But, like, they didn't come through for me. 
So I'm like, I gotta, yeah, like I gotta go East back to the out. studio yeah, and man. try it, man. Peoria, so, Peoria, Peoria. Yeah. So I wrote the hook for somebody else, but um, it just didn't make it back to me because I wanted to turn the tape in, get it all mixed down or whatever, so I can get out at a certain date. But it didn't get back to me, so I'm like, I'm gonna just sing it myself, and I end up trying it. So the reason why I like the track because it's not a beat that I typically rap on. And then for two, I sung the whole song, you know what I'm saying? And that really showed that I can do different things, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. really that whole song showed everything I can do. I can get emotional, deep. I threw in a couple metaphors here and there with the wordplay. I sung. I wrote the hook, like everything, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like that whole track really summed up everything about me. That's why I love that song, like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's my favorite song for sure. But as far as, like, my least favorite song, I would really say... I would really say, honestly, I'll probably say play it safe as far as like either play it safe or comfortable because I did them songs back in October. So it's like it don't really show my growth as an artist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I really feel like I grew a lot since October. You know what I'm saying? But I really feel like them songs had substance in them. So I'm like, I got to put them on the tape. But it don't really show how far I came. I mean, it does show how far I came. You know what I'm saying? So I really say them probably the two least favorite. Because I done came so far since then. Okay, so um, and then one and then one thing when you hear the project, everyone, it's like your pace when you rap. You know, you're mm-hmm. not rushed. You know, you don't yeah. you don't overdo it. Like you know, how some people try to fit so many words in the bar. <laughs> yeah. You don't do none of that. Yeah. And, and when I hear that, I hear Jadakiss. Because mm-hmm. Jadakiss could be on a fast beat, he's still gonna rap. His yeah. Pace, he making his tempo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that's why I hear I hear a lot of Jadakiss on there too. Damn. Just as far as uh, your, like the way you construct your flow. Appreciate. You know what I'm saying? Um, these, I mean, these some big artists. Yeah, I know, man. That's, so that's touching. That bro. just shows how much I rock with the project. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it, man. But um, how do you feel about the mood um you set on every track? And is, is this like your sound that you're gonna go move with going forward? Yeah. Uh, far as like mood, I feel like I'm really just that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Like every song. Can't nobody say, like, that ain't dude. You know what I'm saying? I really, like you said, every song I got on, I made it my pace. I rapped at my pace, my tempo, or whatever. Like, every song I got on it and made it my song. You know what I'm saying? I didn't try to sound like nobody else on no song. You know what I'm saying? But as far as, like, um, what was your other question? Uh, uh, is this the sound uh, that you're going to be moving forward with? Yeah, um... Like, it seems like you found yourself. You yeah, know, that's, on that's your first project. You that's know? yeah, Not that's too many people do that. That is crazy. Uh, cause that's one thing when I was going to Bloomington to the studio, the engineer Oliver was telling me, man, like, um, the only cause Billy, Billy Sample, yeah. I really like for some reason I really love his music, bro. And a lot of people would be like, bro, how do you like his music? And this the music you make, and you love his shit. I just know like how hard it is. The switch up styles, bro. Like he switch up styles like like none other. But like when I was going to Oliver in Bloomington, he was telling me, like, man, that's one thing about Billy, bro. Like he found his sound. You know what I'm saying? That's him. Like when you get on a beat, Billy make it his beat, you know what I'm saying? So that's one thing I, I went back home with that. And I started looking for all the beats that I feel like I can put my sound on. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So Oliver really helped me with that. He like, man, just find your sound. And once you find your style, like, take it and run with it. So that's really what I went from there. Like, just finding the beats that really fit my sound and go from there. Okay. 
And then um, you you mentioned Chances earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe on that song, I should have wrote down the song, got this bar from. But you said uh, you you fighting against the old me, mm-hmm. a nine to five ain't for me. Yeah. What exactly do you mean by that bar? Uh, that bar in particular, but also the beginning where you mean you fighting against the old me. Um. Well, like every day, I'm every day. Everybody changing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of shit. I used to like, like I said, far as like confidence. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <clears throat> overthinking shit. Like, I had problems with anxiety, depression, just little shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I say, like, I fight against the old me every day. Even temptations, like, wanting to go back and do old shit or just retaliate on old shit or how people used to treat me and shit like that. That's why I say I fight against the old me every day. Like, and I feel like you, people should, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you constantly growing and changing, like, you should be fighting against the old you. You know what I'm saying? That show that you, you growing, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, far as, like... Like that, just fighting against the old me, just like the old shit I used to go through and really just showing my progression. But as far as like the nine to five ain't for me, like I didn't work that piece of hut, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't really like, that was really like one of my hardest things coming up was like, not saying I don't respect authority. I just always had reasons or questions towards authority. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I just couldn't imagine being that piece of hut and just have to answer to somebody all day long, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Even far as, like, hooping, like, I couldn't fathom listening to Coach yeah, Ruff. Had, yeah, you had the worst. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't fathom that, bro. Like, so, like I said, that 9 to 5, I worked that Pizza Hut, I worked that Hollister, you know what I'm saying? When I stayed out in D.C., like, I worked with the homeless people, you know what I'm saying? And I loved every bit of that job, you know what I'm saying? Because that really, like, it humbled me, like, yeah. for real, but... Like, the 9 to 5 thing wasn't for me. Like, I just couldn't imagine waking up every day with a routine. Like, I just don't like routines, bro. Like, it make you robotic. I don't really like that. I want to wake up and do something different every day. And I feel like this the profession, bro. Like, you can wake up and dictate what you going to do. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no schedule in this. Like, you wake up and work when you want to work. You know what I'm saying? So, that's really like the 9 to 5 thing. That ain't really for me. Like, I want to live how I want to live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, what's your, uh, what's, what do you want people to take from the project as far as your overall message? Um, like really just from the title, like just, just me being honest, you know what I'm saying? Like every track on the, on the CD, I'm just telling the truth about everything. Like I pride myself on truth telling, you know what I'm saying? I, I expect the people around me to tell me the truth, you know what I'm saying? So that's really the whole thing. Take from the CD that. Every song in there is strictly me. I'm, I'm transparent about everything. And secondly, like, I want people to know, like, I'm really for real about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to go in this and show people, like, bruh, different. You know what I'm saying? I want to show, like, I can actually put together a body of work. You know what I'm saying? And that I'm a complete artist. Like, I don't want to be considered a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I want to be considered an artist as far as, like, storytelling, painting pictures, everything. You know what I'm saying? Singing. Rapping, you know what I'm saying? From the ad libs, everything. I just want to be an artist, bro. I don't want to be a rapper. Okay. So how how did you um how did you feel about Peoria's music scene? Um, cause you 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 watched it uh, from afar. Yeah. So now that you're in the music scene, how do you feel about it overall? Uh, it's a that's a funny question. Man. I don't like. 
I'm gonna be honest with you, like it's only a select few people that I even even give my ear. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's kind of wrong to do, being that I'm in it now. You know what I'm saying? Like you should give everybody a listen. I mean, typical people be like, bro, you should get them a listen. They'll probably give you a listen. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I'm one of them. Like I just make the music, and if they don't listen to it, like okay, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm but sweating. yeah, but it's a few people that I actually give my listen to. You know what I'm saying? Like. LV, that's one dude I listen to. Like me and him just did a song recently two weeks ago. That yeah. then like we gonna drop that soon. Yeah, I, uh, I think y'all put out a snippet. Yeah, yeah I heard the, the little pulling up. Like LV, somebody I listen to. Uh, Gizzy Jones for sure. I listen to him. Uh, Malik off the strength. That's my boy forever. Chance, I'll give Chance a listen. Uh, Ocho, that's my homie Monte. I'll give him a listen. Uh, the Goonies, of course. But that's pretty much it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really, I be so caught up in what I'm doing. And plus, like, I don't really want their music to influence mine. That's why I at least try to listen to, you know what I'm saying, that type of music, you know what I'm saying? Because I want to be in my own thoughts. But it's only a few people around here from Pure that I would actually listen to because I really feel like a lot of people don't take it serious, you know what I'm saying? So why would I give my serious opinion on your music if you didn't seriously make it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I wouldn't even bother yeah, yeah. even giving you a feedback on that. You know what I'm saying? So it's only a select people I actually get my listen because I know they really dedicated and really serious about what they putting out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Other than that, it's a majority of a lot of people who just putting out music just yeah. to say it. Just you to know everybody else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't really respect that. Yeah, because I, I find it hard for... If, like you're an artist, yeah. So I can't see you listening to everybody else. I don't think you have time to listen to That's everyone. True. And even like, cause being that I know you, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like, just for you to tell me that y'all went through 92 rappers, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Like, I just know, I just know my ear for music. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I can make it through the damn intro, or you just talking. You know what I'm saying. And if I don't like your vibe of talking, like. It's cut, bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I can sense vibes from certain yeah. people, bro. So it wasn't easy. Yeah, for me to know you and y'all actually went through 92 rappers, bro. And it's not like it's I, I was really surprised that it was 92 people rapping in Peoria, oh, bro. Oh, it's like two something. Yeah. Uh, total that rap. See, that's um, crazy to me, bro. And that was my that was one of my hardest things coming out rapping. Like I knew everybody initial Impression of me was gonna be like, damn, he rapped too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that was really my yeah, that was yeah. my biggest thing about coming out rapping, bro. I just didn't want to be that damn he rapped too, nigga. Like yeah, I did yeah. not want to be that, yeah, and I didn't bro. think they had enough attention span to even give me a listen. Be like, bro, different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They just go off the person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. It was tough, and that's really what I learned from this, bro. Like this rap stuff, bro. It's really about popularity. I know around yeah. here, you yeah. know what I'm saying, the scene around here. And that's that's why I think the my top ten is so important. Yeah, because we don't go off that popularity. Shit. Yeah, yeah. We, we shut that shit. That's down. true. I don't yeah. care about clout. You could be yeah. the most popular dude. We don't <laughs> fuck with your shit. You just yeah. you just there. You know right. what I'm saying? I, I mean, I got rappers today that that don't that's mad. Yeah. Cause they ain't make the list and they got clout. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just, That's respect though. It just I still have them on the show. It's strictly music. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I mean, listening to 92 people yeah. was nerve wracking for me. I don't rap. <laughs> and so, I know your ear, bro. That's yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I can only imagine another rapper or artist yeah. doing that. Yeah. Listening to other people. And it, I can't see it. It's hard for me to do, bro. Like I said, it's only a select few. I know once yeah. I click on their name, I know I'm gonna get something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's them. 
the majority that I know, like, I ain't even going to bother, bro, because I know what it is. I could tell from the the damn thumbnail on the yeah. on the video or something. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm good, man. And then the video, I mean, I like, a lot of videos be saving a lot of songs. It's true, you though. Know? I mean, shouts out to KO, Landlord, yeah. Yeah. Solo Visions, you know, Corey Cartier, Video true, Plug, man. all y'all, but... It's been a few songs that Solo Vision has done. It's true that I've been there yeah. while he was making the video. I'm like, man, that's and that's, video that's saving this. That's when you say, like, I I commend the videographers because they gotta have some patience too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I told Corey that like the last few videos I done sat in with Corey and I edit like it's crazy. I didn't help Corey edit a couple artists from here videos. You know what I'm saying? And I even asked him like, bro, how can you just seriously? Yeah. Stand in front of them and watch them perform these songs. Like, I just can't imagine, bro. I commend you. You're hearing it. That's what time time and time time again. again. Like, I just I respect them for what they do, bro. For real. I mean, I only do we only do the top ten shit. Yeah, Uh, we did it twice last year. We're only doing it once this year. So, and we got a cutoff. We're only doing the hundred and ten artists. Hundred and ten artists. After that. If you ain't make that 110, I don't know what to tell you. Bro, that's still messing with me that it's that many rappers, man. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't think there's no volume pure that knows as many rappers as me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy, man. And I'm talking about from the young ones to yeah, the, to the, the old ones, ones still 40, out here. Yeah, you know that's saying? crazy, that's man. That's still out here saying they finna make it. Yeah, that, that's wild. Man. But I, but I, and I like, I just want to say this, like, I'm more realistic now. Mm-hmm. Like, at first, I was like, bro, everybody got a chance to make it. Right. Now, theoretically, yeah. we probably got one person that has an absolute chance to yeah. actually do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and honest, I don't even know who that person is. I'm not even saying it's Polo, and he the closest right yeah, now. It's you know true. what I'm saying? I don't know if it's right. going to be him to actually open the door it's true. for these labels. And I know a lot of people are like, I don't want to get signed. Signed. Fuck it. You, yeah. you lying. It's, but yeah, man. you know what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know who's gonna be the first one to get everyone to look at Peoria like they did Chicago. It's you true. know what I'm saying. What Chief Keith did, what he did. Yeah. Even though he wasn't the best. Best. You know it's what true. Saying? That's why I had a conversation with my homie just last night about that. Like he was telling me, like, bro, I'd be happy if just one of us make it. And that was my. That's my thing too. Like yeah. I know, like if somebody make it, they an extension of me somehow. Like if LV, like I really feel like LV got the best chance out of everybody. Just cause, bro. Every time he get on the track, bro, he bring energy. Like he got that energy that you can't resist, bro. Yeah. Like every time he get on the track, he just gonna grab you, just somehow. And I feel like he got the backing too. Like the whole Taff rock with him. Like you know what I'm saying? They behind yeah. him a hundred percent. Like that's what you need. You need a backing, and you gotta be a fresh breath somehow. Like you gotta have that energy. And I feel like LV. Got that, bro. Like for I really feel like he can he can make it. But like I said, if somebody do make it, I feel like they'll be extension me somehow. Like I fuck with LV. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Malik, that been my homie forever. Chance been my homie forever. Ocho, like you know what I'm saying? It's a couple more niggas. I just feel like if one person do make it, they extension to me somehow. Cause yeah. at the end of the day, we all from here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then that just opens the door. Open the door. Because like even with Chief, he wasn't the best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he he got he got in there. So then they start to explore, and then they start to look at. It was just Drew at one point. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, damn, we got Saba over here. We got Chance. We got it's Vic true. Vince over here. It's we got true. a whole other side of Chicago Swear that we didn't even know about at the time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Past, because let's just be clear. You know, the Midwest was was pretty well, not Midwest totally, but the Illinois was, was gone dead. after Lupe. Dead. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no music. 
Until Chief uh, popped off, and he went, I know I know he's not the first drill rapper. Yeah. You know you had King Louie. Yeah, that's uh, who I. Come I forgot the other dude that they credit is King Louie and somebody else. Mm-hmm. I forgot who what his name is. I think he's dead. That they credit with the drill yeah. started. But you know what I'm saying you had those people working on the scene. I'm pretty sure everybody was rapping still. Rapping, yeah. You know what I'm saying they just didn't have a sound yet, and then that opened the door for let's just go. All right, all right. Look at our age group. When Chief Keep start popping, that's when our age group start rapping. It's true, and that's you know what true. I'm saying? Yeah, that's when we started to do this because I mean, when Soldier Boy was busting, we yeah, wasn't we weren't thinking about rap. We was dancing with him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, at the skating ring yeah. doing all the dances. It's true. Too. Yeah, so that's why I always say Chief Keep a legend, just the strength yeah. of that because our our generation started he did rapping influence because of generation. that. Yeah, like it'd be funny how I, I like converse with my homies and they always like who influenced you, bro, and they can't wrap their head around like, bro. Keith didn't move me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he moved y'all, you know what I'm saying? And that's respectable, you I know what I'm saying? I never liked his music. Yeah, like, I didn't like his music, but the reason why I did respect him was because he was 16, 17, bro. Yeah, millionaire. He, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I respected that about Keith always, ever. Like, dude was 16, 17 out here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, far as, like I said, like, the people around me, if they was to make it, I feel like they'll be an extension of me because, for one, I don't surround myself around selfish people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if LV was to get in the door, he'll help me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I keep him around just because of that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I just always pride on having people around me that's just like me. So I feel like if one dude get in, we good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't even got to be a rapper no more. You know what I'm saying? I'll just be there to help him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like we all going to make it if one just make it, bro. And how how you feel about uh the other side of Peoria, this music scene? You know, what I mean, other side is the spectators. You know, the f- quote unquote fans, the supporters, yeah. the haters. How do you feel about that side yet? Um, I, I I guess I should say like I haven't really experienced it yet, being that I'm not really out there yet. Like it's yeah. few, it's really a lot of people that don't really know. Like damn, Rocky rap. You know what I'm saying? But like they finna know now. Yeah, yeah. They but it's funny like how I know like. I know from how I can be around certain people and the way they, the way they, um, the way they consume music, like their attention span is not good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's real. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like my music will probably be like an ear sore to them because they really gotta listen to what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people around here, they listen to just beats. And the catchy ass hook, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like I don't appeal to them certain type people. So I'm pretty sure as the tape come out, I'm going to get my fair share of, damn, he rap or he just rapping because such and such, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure I'm going to get that them many people, but I also know that those type people, not the people that I'm, that's my target audience, you know what I'm saying? They not, my music ain't really for them people, but I just know as far as like being around certain people, I know their attention span ain't. Too good, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so my music really won't appeal to you. Make grown man music though. Appreciate it. You know, it's not, it's not for the twelve year olds. Yeah. Go, no turn up, but on Snapchat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I honestly see like your target audience is like very. It's a variety because you can really say from like 16, 17 mm-hmm. to 43, 44. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. got so much. That's space a compliment, right there to bro. Cover, you know, that's what I'm a saying? compliment. That's really that's. That was I'm really play for my dad though. Appreciate it, bro. He ain't here, but I'm gonna let him hear it. Appreciate it. That was really one of my biggest things, bro. Just being able to touch different type of people. But yeah. initially, my thing was to get to the older people because 
I was raised around them people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I really wasn't around a lot of dudes my age coming up. Like I used to sit in a barbershop hours on end. Yeah. As like I was like nine or ten. Like that's no place for a young man, bro. Nah. The barbershop. Nah. You know what I'm saying? But I was just around them older people just soaking up shit. So it's just so funny how like my music appealed to them. But really yeah. I'm just an offspring of them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's really what it is. Like, but I tell a lot of people, like, my music, I don't initially make music. For the people my age, you know what I'm saying? Because what I took in wasn't from their age, you know, yeah. from my age. I took in from the older people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I definitely, uh, I think everybody, everybody going to be paying attention, man. Like yeah. once, you know, the project dropped, this podcast dropped, everybody get to pay attention and learn, you know what I'm Most saying? Most From the music because it's dope. I don't, Appreciate it can't, it, we can't pass up yeah. some good music. Cause it's just a lot of trash out here that I have to listen to every day. And it's man, this is not good. Like if I could just take the trash music, listen in one ear, and then yeah. just get Men in Black, right? And I'd be cool. It's man. true. I, I'm. It's a breath of fresh air, really. Appreciate for uh, in 2017. It's been a few good projects that I've liked, mm-hmm. but this this is my favorite project of the year so far. Appreciate you it, know bro. what I'm saying? Who else you checked out this year? I don't, like um, like I said, I don't be tapped in, yeah, so I don't. Um, Degeneration X with Sluggy yeah. and Smokey, mm-hmm. Lucky Ass Dude put out two projects. Uh, I loved One Thirty. Yeah. Smokey put out his own um, project. Uh, Lil Mark put out his own project. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the mix of reviewing that. Um, Hit Gang Geezy put out one uh, earlier this year. Tapper, mm-hmm. um, Kenzo, you know what I'm saying they still LV. Okay, he been putting out music. Um, so it, it's been a few. Uh, yeah. People and there's some more. I just probably can't remember off the top of my head. But I like, uh, like when I first started doing this, it was just songs. Like now I'm at a point where I like a whole project, project. so yeah. I can just see like, all right, now nah, this is twelve songs. Yeah, that's what I want. You know, one, what I'm yeah, it's true, man. So it makes it easier to get to know somebody through a project. Because if you put out one song and it's a freestyle and you using the person's flow mm-hmm. and they word cadence, you just plugging in your own words. That's, I don't really get, I can't take yeah. nothing from that. That's you know what, what I didn't want to do on a project. Like I said, I wanted everything to be original. You know what I'm saying? My own thoughts, my own everything. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it's funny you said that for like everybody doing projects now because that was one, my one goal initially. Like I seen everybody just dropping singles and I'm like, if I work at a steady pace, bro, I'll be able to drop a full body of work before anybody. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, everybody, everybody dropping yeah. tapes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, damn. So I gotta get one up somehow. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like my quality will get me there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, and then also, uh, Chris Nash. Mm-hmm. He just dropped a project called Sunrise. Uh, he was last week's episode. Okay. Yeah. So I've been listening to his as well. Bet. So I, I usually give. I usually give everybody song or a project seven listens. Like yeah. I listen headphones. I listen playing the game. Yeah. I listen uh, driving, taking my girl to work at four in the morning. I listen picking her up at one. So yeah. I just try to get. I listen late at night. Just yeah. my mood. Like I said, music is all based on mood. Bro. Yeah. Like so that's... I try to see how how do I feel. Yeah. Like and I, I like I listen to your project twice so far. Yeah. I listened to it this morning and uh, uh, when you sent it to me uh, yesterday. Yeah. So and uh, and I was like leaving work listening to it in the car. So bet. you know what I'm saying. I have two listens. I like. Yeah, it, bet, you know bet. What I'm saying? Both. So I got five more. I'll yeah. change my element to listen to it. I'm gonna listen to it if I go to the rail tonight. Right. Yeah. There. That take me you know back to the uh, conversation we just said. Like uh, 
like the attention span or yeah. like like or just like I said, music is based off moves anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, attention span. It just irks. Like I can get on Twitter right now. Like say for instance, Drake just dropped his album, yeah. and somebody just already off the bat like, bro, this is a classic. classic. Like Man, you know what I'm saying? It takes months. It takes months to say something. You know what I'm saying? And that's all I said. Like that's how you end up knowing. This type of music is timeless, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or like you can like that's why I said like one thing about the music around here, I just hate it. Not saying I hate it, but it really like bugged me as far as like every song is the same. Like y'all mean yeah. to tell me y'all in that same type of mood every day of the week. Exactly. Turn up mode, smoking, drinking, like every day of the week. Like I go through so many different emotions on a daily basis, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I just can't imagine. Every time I hit the studio, I'm in that turn up mode every time. Sure. I'm just not a turn up dude well, as it is. A bad day. Yeah, you know what Talk I'm saying? Like that. y'all don't have no bad days or nothing, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Talk let me tell me how you feel yeah. about that. You know what I'm right. saying? It's it, cause it's it's like I think right now we're at a point where we have a scene, we've mm-hmm. established everyone wants to rap. We've yeah. established that. <laughs> yeah. Now it's who can create replay value. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have created replay replay value on your first project. Right. So you've established that already. So now you're ahead of the curve. Yeah. You're one step far closer than right. everyone else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that's that helps everything. Right. Because th- three years from now, or just say say by the time your next project come out and people are paying attention, they're going to hear your last project. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you if they go to your last project and you got motherfucking full Kodak black covers on there, <laughs> they're gonna be and then Kodak Black ain't hot no yeah. more. They're gonna be like, what are you doing? It's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so it, it kinda I think doing a lot of covers hurts you. Yeah, it do. Because I mean if you're a singer, that's fine. Yeah. But as far as rapper, everybody wants something new, something it's true. fresh and different. Right, and especially in a different element like Peoria, because we got a lot of history here. You know what I'm saying? A lot. We on the map. Like everybody, a lot. a lot of people know this place. Sure. Like, everybody do that Chicago shit. They don't know Peoria. No, nah, that's I'm gonna be their favorite comedian. Sure, I'm they gonna you. say the yeah. same name that's from here. I'm telling you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Everybody Warriors fans now. I'm telling somebody you. on that team that's from Peoria. Peoria. You know it's true, saying? bro. When I was out in DC, bro, like they was well aware of Peoria, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's crazy thing, like on the East Coast, like. They well aware of Peoria, bro. Yeah. Like, even if you wasn't, say, like, bro, we are outside. We are, like, an hour or two outside of Chicago. Like, oh, we know y'all don't play around. Woo-woo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just little shit like that. Or they knew about the hooping scene. Howard Nathan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. AJ Guy, when he was coming up from Indiana, like, they well aware, bro. Hell, every, everything. I mean, the tournament's here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Gutsmacker. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? The March Madness came from here. You know what I'm yep. saying? They well aware, bro. So yeah, that's why I'm like I take pride being from here. Yeah, man. I don't like everybody. Always, or you know the city. Yeah, shit. I don't pull that shit. It's, it's the true. people, right? Yeah, people got to change. But uh, my last question is, um, what's a dream feature? Uh, that's alive. Yeah, I've heard some people yeah. have said dead people. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Um. Well, like I said, the the artist that did influence me, Kevin Gates, off the bat, uh, Davies, Starlito, and them. Three off the bat, but far as like uh like non rappers or whatever, like uh black okay. yeah, bro from Atlanta, he he probably knew to certain people, but like black, like I really love his music, bro. He just gave me this trap Maxwell sound. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He he really gave me Maxwell, but like black, um 
Nipsey, he one of the few yeah. people that Nipsey. really influenced me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's he, he one person. Another one that don't change his flow. That's he, what I'm saying. Uh, I, flow. I take after him on that, and like really, like one of my dreams was like if any if if it was the countries like if I was to get signed. But like one of my things was don't get signed to an artist. But the only artist I would get signed to is Gotti. So I would do a song with Gotti, bro. Like yeah. just off the strength of he he give me a feel of somebody I know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He real relatable, bro. Like yeah. some big homie from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like he give me that feel. So far as like Gotti, Gates, Starlito, and Dave East and Nipsey, them about the only rappers. But as far as like other than rapper and under genres, Black could be like the only one I really like. Okay. I'll be crazy about that. Yeah, I hope people know who that is by now. Yeah. We got an album out and everything. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I play it to the Max still to this day, bro. He just remind yeah. me of Maxwell, bro. Like, yep. And Maxwell was like one of my, you know what I'm saying, coming up Maxwell and Prince because my grandma and them, you know what yeah. I'm saying, they was heavy into that. They used to tell me like, man, all that rap ain't good for your blood. And they, hmm. you know, I switched to, I'm listening to Maxwell, <laughs> Mint Condition, Prince, all them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought about one more question. Um... If you had to be, uh, if you had 10 hours to mm-hmm. lock in with somebody and pick their brain on the music business, who would that one person be? That's a big question, bro. Uh, Nobody take that question, please. Let me just have that yeah, one that's myself. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big question, bro. Because I look up to a lot of people in the music business, but other than, like I said, I would sign a Gotti, but being that the route that Nipsey took as far as independent, never mm-hmm. signing to a label. I'll pick Nipsey brand, just being over control of everything that you do. You influence your own tours, when you gonna drop, you know what I'm saying? As far as he got his own studio, you know what I'm saying, his own production team, everything. Like, I'd love to sit down and talk to Nipsey, bro. And not just strictly music, you know what I'm saying? Life, Life, period, you know what I'm saying? Because he took a lot of losses coming up, you know what I'm saying? So, I feel like he real relatable and he relevant to my life, bro. So... Nipsey would be the dude I'll really sit down and chop it up with. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So where can um everybody um listen to the project, let everybody know when it drops, and um plug your like social media. Uh uh the tape, quite frankly, is dropping on um April 10th on my mixtapes. You can uh stream it for free on there and download it for free on there. At a later date, I'm dropping it on iTunes. Right now, the initial date is April 21st, but you know, through iTunes and clearances and different things like that, like it could be changing. So I'm really not sure right now. But for sure, date is April 10th on my mixtape. You could stream it live. I mean, you could stream it for free and download it for free. Yeah. As far as like social medias, uh, Twitter, Rocky underscore two times, Liddell. On Instagram, Rocky.Liddell. And on Facebook, Rocky Todd, my name. You can catch me on all platforms on the social media. I'm on there periodically through the day. But other than that, man, like I said, I'm an open book. So catch me on social media. I might give in on my thoughts or whatever. But besides that, catch me on the music, and you're really going to tap in and who I am. All right. And uh, you already know Kojak underscore follow-up on everything. Follow-up content on everything. Yeah. Uh, follow-up uh, content network. Or follow up network content. I don't even remember. It's still new. <laughs> Make sure y'all subscribe. Hit the link in the description box to the YouTube channel. That's steady growing. Kojak's corner. Um, the Clutch Podcast, June nineteenth. Um, you're gonna see Rocky on there as well for sure. For sure. Um, follow up content. I'll be dropping some of that soon. 
Um, first reaction videos, that'll be coming soon. But I'm, I'm putting the spin on it. I'm not doing it how everybody else does it. So it ain't even called first reaction. But yeah, uh, I appreciate Rocky Liddell coming nah, through. No, bro, I appreciate you. Another thing I just want to tell the artists, the local artists, Ryan, man, respect the people that's providing the platform. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Appreciate I appreciate it. You, you know what I'm saying? I might not talk to Solo, you know what I'm saying? I might not talk to Polo Boy, you know what I'm saying? Other Anybody else that's doing it, I just, I just tell the artists around here, respect them, you know what I'm saying? Because in a way, they could be the gatekeepers for us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all tapped in with certain people that we not, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just telling the artists around here, if they serious about what they do, man, just respect the people like y'all that's actually providing a platform. You know what I'm saying? Or trying to help us out. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you for reaching out appreciate to me, bro. It. No for problem, real. No problem, man. We out. God bless. Appreciate it.